0: You are listening to the Hello Sport Podcast. All right. Welcome back to the Hello Sport Podcast, home of unqualified opinion and unwavering bias. Uh, back for another week. Very different world. Uh, the times they are changing. It's the end of the world as we know it. I don't remember exactly what we said about coronavirus a week ago, but I guarantee you that it's all changed. Joining me in life, love, and hopefully long-term health, Edward Simpson, how are
1: you? Hello, mate. How are you? Now, you're right. I don't know what the fuck we talked about last week, uh, but it's about what we talk about this week yeah. that matters, Tom.
0: Exactly. Uh, week's a long time in sport and in pandemics. And in pandemics. It's, it's actually longer in pandemics. Yeah, it is.
1: Because in seven days, we've gone from... Basically, only addressing it because of a dribblet ringing in and asking us to. Mm. Otherwise, it would have been, who cares? Who cares? But now we're staring down the barrel of every major sporting code on the
0: planet except Rugby League. <laughs> except Rugby League. Uh, uh,
1: uh, having closed down. Yeah. And the A-League, but and, that's and a bit Well, I mean... the
0: A-League's sort of like, okay, brah. Yeah. And yeah. also the AFL looking at continuing as well. But it's
1: not started yet officially, no. so, you know.
0: There's probably, it doesn't make sense to start now, does it, if well, you've already, anyway, just, look, look. We'll get into it. We'll get into it. There's a lot to get into, obviously, globally, sports closing down everywhere. What does that mean for us as a sports-based podcast? Uh, self-isolation, social distancing, what does that mean? Well, it means distancing yourself socially. I think we've probably wrapped that one up. Um, look,
1: I think that's pretty obvious. That's pretty, that's pretty obvious.
0: self-explanatory, yeah, yeah, yeah. Explanatory, I think. Yeah. Uh, but look, obviously there is a round of rugby league we can talk about, sort of, but I think we're sort of more going to talk about the machinations, if I can use that word, Eddie, and the, uh, the, the fallout from what will happen if rugby league is to go uh, the way of all the other sports and be cancelled, or... If they sort of hang on for grim death, as they seem to be doing.
1: we'll just give the lay of the land of the punter and the dribbler. Keep yeah. them informed. Yeah, exactly. And sort of predict what the future holds for God's winner game.
0: Because I think, Eddie, in this sort of in a time of crisis, I know that dribblers, punters and dribblers, uh, driblets, puntettes, I don't know if that's a thing. But no. what, what, what I will say a is... A punter. A punter is a punter, exactly. It knows no gender. <laughs> um, they sort of look to us as sort of like, what do we do here? Yeah, yeah. And, you know, obviously the word uh, sort of like a hero doesn't sit well with me, and I know it doesn't sit well with you, but in dark times, punters and dribblers need heroes.
1: Look, well, they, they sure as shit need guidance. guidance. Now, guidance it, and hero, are they the same thing? I don't know. It's up to you to decide.
0: I'm not prepared but to say But if we aren't.
1: give hero-like guidance, mm. then, I
0: mean, look, if I have to be tagged with the hero tag, tag then tag me. Tag me in it. <laughs> Tag me as a hero if you must. Um, so, I think... We'll just, yeah. I, I, look, let's just start with the lay of the land. <laughs> okay. Is that fair? Yeah, I think, I think let's start at the start, which is... The lay of the land. Pandemic. Yeah. Lay of the land. Yeah. Now, obviously, one of the, the key things with social isolation is they say, don't get in confined spaces with people and sort of like, basically, this is an airborne disease. Yes. Don't spew forth. So, at, at this point, me and Eddie are both hoping that the other doesn't have it right now.
1: Do no, it's all over. If one of us has it, it it's all over. It. So
0: we both go down together. we're it.
1: in a confined room. It's yeah. hot. We're spitting at each other. Mm. It's all over.
0: Yeah, it's all over. And there's something poetic about that if we were both to get it ourselves, only problem is then where do we take it from here? Do we have to just stay in this room?
1: Yeah, and dribble. And dribble. Non-stop.
0: Non-stop.
2: Non-stop. We and go, we just we'll got food
1: left at the door. <laughs> so if we get it, then... It could be good for It could guys. be 24 hours. Yeah. And if there's no sport, do we become... A lifestyle show.
0: I think it might have to be the Hello Sport talking lifestyle.
1: Yeah, for twenty four hours straight. Yes, round the clock, looking after each other, looking but also looking other, after you, looking
0: after you guys. So pandemics uh, taken over the world. Yes.
1: So seven days ago, rugby league was about to start. Yeah, and the nation was excited. Very we excited. were excited. Yeah. Uh, Thursday came, and with it. Growing concern.
0: NBA shuts down. Yeah,
1: that's really when it started to go, oh, wait. Oh, hang on. Holy shit. Oh, we
0: underestimated this a little bit.
1: Because uh, the Champions League, which was played midweek, like Wednesday, Thursday mornings, our time, was like a couple of games had been behind closed doors. But still, you were like, okay, that was in Italy, right? That was in France. Okay, sure. Then when the NBA shuts down, it's like, oh, what? Yeah. um, Oh, I didn't actually think that you'd be shutting things down. Like, I anticipated crowdless matches. Maybe.
0: I just didn't expect it to affect my life that much. Now, there's such arrogance in seeing it happen in other countries and just sort of, ah, well. That's not here, though. Like, rugby league's still going to be on, though,
3: right? (laughs) Yeah, yeah.
0: What about the rugby league, though, right? Well, I mean, yeah, sure, rugby league may still be on, but it's like, fuck, Italy is literally in full-blown lockdown and we're just here, like... Ooh, what? <laughs> yeah. Sure, they're not cancelling the games, are
1: they? Well, and then, so Thursday's played, but then
0: it's... Thursday's uh, played, but a few people... Friday was the big day. Yeah. Friday, Friday was the big
1: mover in shaper. Moving day. Moving day in the <laughs> day in, day. pandemic world. Yeah. In the Look, pandemic
0: parlance, uh, yeah.
1: golfing terms. It was moving day. Yeah. And it was a hell of a moving day because pandemic got moving.
0: Oh, she moved.
1: Corona got up and about on yeah. Friday yeah. in an Australian Pacific setting. Yes. Um... Obviously, there was concerns that the Cowboys-Broncos match would be cancelled, but they were opening the new stadium, and hey, you can't... You
0: cannot ish. let a little pandemic get in no. the way of what promised to be a famous afternoon.
1: And look, it was a full house, and the stadium looked fantastic. Hey, got to give them credit where credit's due. Cowboys didn't get the W. No. I thought the, the Broncos looked fantastic. David Fafita great. is well, I mean, every bit a generational generational
0: throbber. throbber. Probably got a hog on him, and... probably. Definitely has a probably hot, yeah right yeah. a, bigger a big 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 boy um probably cures coronavirus the probably the, the, the cure is in that thing look could be because it's endless it's it, <laughs> um look. The, then then ScoMo. Was that Saturday morning? No, no. ScoMo came out Friday. See, this was where it got a little bit squirrely for me. And I think for many, for, well, listen, it got squirrely for me personally. I can only speak for myself. I know there are a lot of rugby league fans who maybe at the time didn't realize the full scope of the situation. But ScoMo came out and he's like, I'm still going to the game Saturday.
1: No, but no, no. But before that, he'd said
0: there's
1: going to be a ban of 500 yeah. uh, f- or people, people or more, more on Monday. Yes, which is uh, conveniently after the round of rugby league, but and more importantly, for what his... the actual reason was after that f- Hillsong conference. Hillsong conference. That's what dictated the crowd thing, allegedly. Allegedly, of course. But we get the inside scoop. We hear whispers on yes. the wind, punters, dribblers, and that Scomo,
0: is Scomo, a famous Pentecostal Christian uh, man, loves Hillsong, loves yep. closing his eyes, arms yep. in the air, singing yep. to
1: Jesus. Well, look, you know what? A... If you are of that sort of uh, bent yes and you you're a, you're a man of faith yes then he's probably of the belief pardon the pun, mm. that going to Hillsong Church and praying to the Lord above, singing and dancing, and closing your eyes and amen and mm. is probably going to get the job done, Reap yes.
0: Unfortunately for us... God
1: works in mysterious ways. God does
0: work in mysterious ways. But you also don't necessarily want someone like that making the decisions. Because <laughs> if he's making faith-based decisions on a situation where probably science needs to be a little bit more involved, then obviously you have a situation where somehow monday isn't good enough isn't you can't be in 500 or more Ugh. on monday but from friday to sunday you uh, can have tens of thousands of uh, people around each yeah. other i
1: bet it's also so weird they're like praying to god to stop something he created
0: yeah well i mean <laughs> well, well margaret court is actually like refusing to have like she's keeping her church open because she believes god will help them
1: but god created coronavirus
0: well if you go by <laughs> look obviously there are many logical uh, hurdles you need to jump over for that yarn to sort of be believable, but it seems like they can hurdle.
1: Does it it surprise any of the P's and D's that Margaret Court is in that court? No,
0: absolutely not. I reckon also, look, we're talking about cures for coronavirus. It may, coronavirus may have originated from her neck. Just saying, we'll move on. Um, Okay, what about the dribbler on the punter and dribbler page? Now, I don't know if he was trolling, but he was like, I'm 37 years old. You know what? Let's just get it up. We'll I can't it remember it. No, no, no. I'll get it up. I'll get it up because I mean, what else is this fucking punters and dribblers page for, if not for dribblers to punt and dribble? Whoa! What?
1: Wedding cancelled. Just had a wedding cancelled live on Air Punters Dribblers. No.
0: It's, it's taken a toll. There you go. Is that Holy your mid-year shit. holiday?
1: No, 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 no. This is one in two you've weeks' got some time. Weddings on, bro. Well, they'll be cancelled.
0: Yeah, they have, have to be. Yeah, I, have
1: well, to. I mean, look. Obviously, I hold out hope. Yeah. But but with my realistic hat on. Yeah. My hat of
0: realism. Put on your hat of realism, and I think it's safe to say that. Fuck. Let me just get this dribbler's comment up here. I bet you I won't be able to find a punter's dribblers after talking it up. Here we go. From Luke Feely. Touchy Feely. Don't know if he's uh, serious here, but how the fuck is it that I'm 37 years old and I apparently need the government to tell me what I can and can't do over the weekend? I work my ass off all week to basically be told to stay at home. And then Ben Robinson left a comment. The first one. That's a lot of words to tell the group you're a dribbler. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Look, uh, the reality is, is that if too many of us get it at once, a lot of a lot of people will die. Like that's just the reality. So that's why that's why these measures have been introduced. Yeah. So we can control the amount of infections at one time. That's it. That's how it works. That's what
0: it's about. Flattening the curve. Flattening maybe. the
1: curve, right? Now, we don't have to get two X's and O'sies with no, the flattening no, no. of said curve. No, no, no. But that's what it's all about. Yeah. It's about making sure that... We just you...
0: slow the spread.
1: Slow the spread. We're all going to get it, probably yeah. at some point. But that's okay. But that's where we get to with rugby league. Yes. So rugby league is still being played. Rugby league's basically gone,
0: and I think it was on the NRL roast, but it was like, I'm not fucking leaving.
1: Yeah. Now, for those of you that don't know why NRL's not fucking leaving... It's because NRL is fucked if they do leave. Now, that has been pretty clear by the press conferences held... Uh, Peter landy's now the new chairman who yes. calls it rugby 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 league, which is weird, but that's very he...
0: weird. But weird times, We're,
1: weird times, weird times. We can ti- look, look, weird times call for weird pronunciation. That's it.
0: Well, for just for weird shit to go <laughs> on. And when when the he- the chairman of the ARLC gets on there and for what fifteen minutes calls the r- game of rugby league rugby league, yeah. I mean, at some point you just kind of go, well, look, this is par for the course right now. Nothing makes sense. Yeah.
1: Anyway, so he's looked over the accounts, sure, and realized that, okay, if we don't have any rugby league on at all, we're in deep shit. Now, obviously, if you're playing without fans, you're you're losing, I mean, sponsorship dollars probably for, like, on-ground sponsors. You'd be losing fucking the revenue from people coming through the gates, all that shit, right? Alcohol sales, food sales. But here's where it gets tricky for the NRL. If they don't show football at all and it's not broadcast, they lose – 12 and a, I think it's 13 and a half million around.
0: Yeah. They lose shitloads of money.
1: And they can't afford to lose 13 and a half million around. And a uh, state of origin is like 20, 30 million, they'll lose. Like they're so fucked, apparently, yeah. if they can't see out the year. Mm. Now it makes you wonder, right? Now, Tim Dumbrell, friend of the show. Shout out to you, Tim. Now, Tim sent me this. Very interesting. Father
0: in law of the show.
1: Well, Sort
0: of. Yeah, but you know what I
1: I'm mean. I'm not engaged.
0: No, but en route. Yeah, I'm en sure. Route. sure. We can look. I mean, yeah. We can assume.
1: So he sent me this. Now, I don't know. He can't, I can't remember who sent him this, but it doesn't matter. This is where they're describing the NRL situation here. It's only when the tide goes out, you learn who's swimming naked. And that's the NRL. And the, the, the tide has... Coronavirus is the tide going out. Oh. And you realise that fucking <laughs> the NRL is actually like... Nude to a degree. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's all, it's all fucking. About how good board. are we going? Two billion dollar yeah, fucking yeah, we're broadcast rights are absolutely killing it, but apparently you're not killing it because in 2012 they were supposed. From 2012 they were supposed to be putting away 50 million a year, right?
2: For, for a an day. event like this. For the tide yeah. going out.
1: For the for a rainy day. Yeah. And now, guess what? It's fucking pouring. Pissing it's down. It's pissing down, right? So, apparently, based on those numbers, investments, and all that shit, they should have a war chest of $450 million, which clearly they don't have. No. But if they can't... So, this is where they've got the NRL. They can't even afford to have a couple of weeks off. They're saying, we're going to play till someone gets it, and then we might call it off. But if in two weeks' time... We, so let's say we call it off now and in two weeks' time a player still doesn't have coronavirus. We've wasted We've wasted two weeks. We've wasted of, two, twenty-six million.
0: <laughs> and they like in the grand scheme of things, twenty-six million is nothing. No, it's I, so But unhelpful. they but they need it. They That's need what I'm saying. Everything they can get. Yeah.
1: He's like, mate, if we, if there's no rugby league, we won't survive for very long at all. That was the word he yeah. used. Not for very long, long at all. all. Now, apparently there's some, like, clauses in the contracts that were signed with Act the players God, union. Yeah. Act of God, where they don't have to pay the players, no. which is what would start to happen. Yeah. Because they'll be like, well, otherwise we'll
0: collapse. Yeah. Sorry, but uh, you guys are going to have to start getting on new start.
1: Yeah, yeah. Like, we're not paying you anymore. We
0: can't pay you. Can't pay it. That's I mean, where it could get. Yeah, dude, I th- it, it very well could. I don't think the games will be on for very long at all. And look, we were saying this before we got on. Maybe we just decide the premiership by last team to have coronavirus.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. And
0: regular when, testing. Last team that contracts it wins the premiership. Or each just, round, if your team gets fucking coronavirus, they drop out for the season. Or you, or exactly, you drop
1: out and you're not you're not eligible. Or you just you just plough through, and people are playing sick and people are playing hurt, and it's about who's got the strongest immunity. Got, who
0: can, yeah, right. Who's got the uh, the the premiership caliber <laughs> yeah, immunity? Yeah,
1: yeah. It's about it's an immunity contest. So.
0: Well, so that what's what's funny and sad and amazing to see is the desperation of the nrl in the situation now it's very eloquently put there with the tide going out you see who's swimming nude obviously we love at the nrl we love it and the idea of it being called off for i think all sports fans is fucking horrible but it's the times right but to see the desperation in the nrl like to the point where they're like no, we're just we're just going to keep going here. Oi, ESPN, do you want to like give us some money so we can try broadcast this thing internationally? I, you know, that's what they're doing. No, They're I don't. trying to partner with ESPN and, and go, uh, look, there's no sport on anywhere else in the world. Let's get the Yanks watching a bit of rugby league going. Let's get Kalen Ponger in front of the eyes of the Yanks. And then there are also, there's an idea being thrown around. I'm not sure by who. I don't know if it's Wayne. I can't remember who it is, but to literally lock all of the NRL teams in a hotel in Queensland. Well,
1: apparently a resort... Yeah, has off offered it. it. Because of course they have, because no one's coming to the resort. Well, exactly. So the resort's empty. Yes. And they're like, well, let's, let's get all 16 teams into the resort.
0: Seems like a recipe for footy. disaster, but also an amazing reality show. It sounds incredible. It'd be fantastic. Could you feasibly... Now, I know there's been
1: a lot of talk around the idea of, well, you know, they're not going to be with their families. Could you feasibly move the families into the resort with them, make sure they're all quarantined, no one in, no one out vibes. So then you've got your family, but you're also playing footy in a in a controlled environment. Is this, that is that is that ridiculous? You know, it's because what, the idea is ridiculous enough as it is.
0: Yeah, so, well then, no. I think, I mean, at this point, I think everything's on the table. Yeah. But what I do think is it's kind of one of those things where it's like, listen, NRL, this is a lot. <laughs> this is a lot for me to fucking take. Just sort it out. No, but, If but you like, can make it happen, but, great.
1: But that's where we're at, though, mate. Yeah. Like, they're throwing these ideas around because they have to be yeah. throwing these ideas these around. Like, that's where
0: we're at, yeah. mate. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You
1: know what I mean? Yeah, like, they're not doing it because they want to be fucking, fuck you, Corona. No. Like, it's not that. Their job, Greenberg's and That's their and job is to keep this thing afloat, mate. Yeah. Like... Yeah, they're concerned about public health, but they're not that concerned. No, they're not concerned.
0: They're no, concerned not. It's not public jo- health. it's not their, their job, job to be concerned. To, no, 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 no. Their job is to keep this rugby fuck are, league well, and 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 Vlandi's like in his in his press going uh, uh, Australia without rugby league isn't Australia. <laughs> yeah. Which is again not true, but it's a very it's desperate times, desperate measures. Got to throw in some hyperbolic statements. Well, apparently he's
1: the he's the man for a crisis, right? So he got New South Wales racing through the equine, equine influenza. influenza. And so appa- this man's got history no, influenza. But so he he ended up getting like two hundred eighty million out of the uh, state and federal governments for like for packages, right? So yeah. he's he's pretty he's pretty sharp in a crisis, and apparently that was his way of getting through via the media to the government and stuff to be like, listen, mate, like this is yeah, pretty fucking serious, and it, that's why they kept dropping. We won't last long. We won't yeah, last long. Yeah, and long. they're we like, we're going to need
0: something from the, the government, and ScoMo came out and was like not our number one priority, bro.
1: Yeah. I know, you know, I, t- I tell you who else is screaming out for help, which we'll get to. Poor old rugby union oh, which God. which uh, which can't even get a r- rate a mention in the paper. Well, is
0: is rugby union though in a situation where and I've heard someone, that better not be a fucking corona cough, bro. You Mate, yeah. no
1: one can cough anymore for God's sake. <laughs> fucking hell. <laughs> Mate, there's 300 people in the country who've got it. Just play the numbers for a second. <laughs> Is it Corona cough or is it is it just a cough? Is it a, is it a dribble cough? Is it a dribble cough?
0: Hell, I'm fucked either way anyway, so let's go. But there's a, a saying, and look, I can't remember who said it, but it's like in terms of divorce, uh, you either get divorced if you're super rich or you're super poor. If you're in the middle, you're fucked because you split everything. So I'm wondering whether in that context, rugby union is actually not that. How how much worse can it get? They're, they're already staring down the barrel of it fucking wrapping up anyway. This thing might just give them an opportunity to be like, okay, look, this forced us to close down. Maybe we just never come back to Super Rugby. And it's just like, next year it's like, oi, national club competition. You remember us? And everyone's like, wait, what the fuck? What's going on here? Whereas Rugby League is an NBA. It's in the middle. And it's like... Well, but the no, but the NBA
1: is just super rich, That's and he what I can mean. just write it That's out. That's what I mean. They can shut it down in two seconds. I mean. It doesn't matter. Yeah,
0: yeah, fuck it, whatever. <laughs> They've got their players paying for stadium staff to fucking like Zion Williamson and shit. Zion's like, I'm paying the, the salaries of everyone in the fucking state in the New Orleans stadium while this thing's going. Because
1: they're so they're so loaded. wealthy.
0: They're so loaded, but also like, hey, billionaire owners, maybe you cunts pay for it.
1: Well, no, well, um, fucking the the. the um, Dallas Mavericks owner, Cuban. Uh, Cuban, he came out being like, no, nope, we're putting together stuff for our casual staff, yeah, like packages, right. Right, rescue right, packages. Right. The thing is, the response to uh, Corona has been the most impressive response ever in the history of mankind by China. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah,
0: yeah. How's it here then?
1: What? How's no, no. In terms, here? mate, like, mate, there was fucking 10 new cases in China the other day, a country of 1.3 billion.
0: Yeah, right.
1: Like they were, I was listening to this uh, the Daily Mail, which is the New York Times uh, podcast, and they were like, "Mate, they their response was industrial. Like, so if you tested positive, you were taken away and put into isolation. No ifs, no buts. Fucking." That's when you see them dragging them out of their houses yeah, and shit. Yeah, yeah. You go into isolation. If you've been around someone who has is in isolation, you go into a separate isolation where you might have it, you might not. No ifs, no buts. Pete, they were locking people in their houses so they can't leave. In Wuhan and shit. Yeah, but I think they were welding in people that didn't have it, so you can't leave. So everyone's fucking locked down. Then they they put up new like response centers everywhere. Apparently they were like because there's a difference between a flu and then there's a difference between that and, like, coronavirus. So they had all these crazy tests. They would, like, fucking put people in CAT scans. Apparently, they can... CAT scans take, like, half an hour or something, usually. Yeah. They had these, like, mobile CAT scans and they were just fucking CAT scanning every man and his dog. Like, this crazy fucked up response. And now they've pretty much controlled it.
0: But then... But, that's but the it, thing, leaked right? da-
1: it leaked out. It leaked out. It's like, yeah. oh, sorry, we ate bats and so now everyone's got it. <laughs> You know what I mean?
0: But it's like, but we're sweet. Yeah, yeah, right. They're also not, they're not, I feel like they're not cool with the whole bat narrative. (laughs) Of course they're not cool with the bat narrative, but. Bat narrative it is. Yeah, it seems like the bats... Imagine being the bat that kicked this whole thing off.
1: But so then they were saying countries like China and South Korea are far more, um...
0: Socially... Well, they're like, they're no, they're more... Oppressed.
1: Yeah.
0: <laughs> is it, to a degree, but like... Look, socially compliant. But
1: they'll do it they're told. Yes. They'll do what they're told, right? Whereas like the West, largely, like Italy, they're like, fuck that. And dude, now, even
0: in America, like all these places where it's like, dude, just stop... Just chill out there isn't there is a real arrogance to the behavior of some people when I mean we don't really you can't there's no pictures of what's going on in Italy but like you know what's happening you yeah, like it's all going on and it's happened in China it's happened in other places and then people just still like doing the things you're not meant to be doing like at this stage punish dribbles if I can get on my soapbox for a second at this stage the the most vulnerable are the older people right your mums your dads your grandmas your
1: Respiratory dis-
0: issues. people with respiratory issues, diabetes, fucking things that are of that nature. So think about it more as like, yeah, you could go out and get fucked up and you know yip and yahoo, but maybe just reining it in for a hot second might help the other people that are like... Could you imagine being in that bracket of like... Imagine being in an aged care home right now, You'd be like, this is (laughs) fucking terrifying. (laughs) And then you see a bunch of fucking 18-year-olds running around getting shit-faced in bars and stuff. You're like, bro, do you have no respect for (laughs) like my remaining years? (laughs) Can we just fucking lock it down for a second? I don't know why it isn't locked down. I don't know why they don't just go, listen, this is an unprecedented situation. Psychos and woolies and shit. You're seeing like Oh, people are punching on in woolies. You're seeing how quickly society the the Deteriorates the, the veneer of fucking social order. Mate, is, imagine
1: if the imagine if the mortality rate was like thirty percent.
0: Mate. Oh mate. You have to buy a gun. America is. America's like everyone and on Channel Nine they were like there were people out the door in California of all these gun stores that were like, "Look, it's just a bit fucking squirrely right now." You're yeah. like,
1: bro, mate, they're squirrely people. They mate. are they're v- the Yanks They're are. squirrely by nature, they're bro. Squirrely by nature, they're, so like, fucking they're squirrely. they're very quick to. Buy but also, guns. they hate. They hate more than anyone being told what to do. That's yes. like in the amendment in their fucking, not the amendment in the constitution. What's it called? The fucking their
0: Fifth Amendment, Fourth Amendment. Well, what like mean, I'm they're... just
1: talking about their... their constitution. Yeah, the constitution. That's right they it's sort of built in this this idea about like you know
0: don't tell me what to do don't tell do me what to do you
1: can't be oppressed by the government freedom and all that yeah, crap. yeah yeah so mate they're probably they're probably more fucked than anyone really if they're going to carry that mantra yeah. around
0: if if that mentality is what's going on yeah 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 uh, but where does that leave our beloved rugby league the great game
1: the great game the game that you and I love and adore the
0: winter game
1: if I'm if I'm going to sit here and predict and predict the future punters and dribblers and I will
2: oh yeah, I yeah, will yeah yeah
1: yeah, yeah. I think we're looking at uh, a situation whereby the Warriors will play round two and then they're going home. Yes. And then I think the NRL is going to turn around and go, okay, well, you just get a point around until this is off. So they'll just... Who are the Warriors? The Warriors, I reckon. Or they'll they'll postpone their games. They're not going
0: going to shut it down for the Warriors. No, they're not. So what I was actually just reading about what they might do with the Warriors is... They might give them a special dispensation where they can draft in, like uh, journeyman, New South Wales, Queensland Cup players to basically play their games for them. So, like, if you need to go home and see your family and you're in the Warriors top squad, but you've got to fucking self isolate for a couple of weeks, shit, you know, you got to work some shit out, so they can keep playing games. The NRL's like, let me get the. Uh, no. So they what they're gonna give him fucking old wash tap has been well like well like just all your or your New South Wales Cup players you know think about someone like Michael Leisha who has played for the Dogs okay he's, you know he's played first grade yeah, or yeah, like yeah. um who's that guy who played for South and he had the neck brace he was always getting concussed Kyle Turner yeah these guys where it's like they have played a bunch of first grade that no one can find a place for him in the team. And so now maybe the other clubs will donate a couple of players. So basically, they're going to be like the replacements, just
1: so they can play rugby. Just so they can football. play rugby
0: league football. And the crazy thing is, all of this, realistically, going by the numbers, all of this will count for nothing because it'll all be called off once the first player gets fucking coronavirus. But this is
1: where it gets interesting, right? They say that's what that's what we Tom and I think will happen. It'll get called off or suspended. Yeah, I should add, whilst. One player gets it, but when does that stop? When can they turn around and go, okay, we're playing again? When? When?
0: When everyone's had it? Um, No, I don't know exactly. Like
1: that's where that's where I don't
0: fucking understand. Do you not feel that there is a gross lack of information around everything? But no one's from rugby league to the government about what the fucking go is. No, no, but that's what I, I
1: want. I want some level of indication as to possible scenario yeah
0: where this thing might end up yeah
1: yeah when give us some fucking figures mate cuz obviously there's smart people out when's there when's the tide coming back in yes cuz it's low
0: tide it's right it's low now. tide
1: and i like high tide cuz i'm nude yeah <laughs> <laughs> i'm completely nude bro but i want to know give me some experts coming out with predictive models like when quant models quant models shit okay if 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 5% are infected a month when can we when Where can, can we... we get the rugby like, yeah. When does footy start again? <laughs> That's what I want to know. Do you know what I mean? Is it when uh, fucking half the comps got it? I don't understand. What's, What's the metric for a, for a restart? Because <laughs> we, we for... know what the metric for stopping is: one person. Yeah, one, one. By by that that's by hard, that metric, that's hard It has to be a hundred percent infection. Yeah, exactly. What, so you've got to actively go out and get it. Do we do that?
0: Because the vaccine's twelve months off. Yeah, well maybe we just get them all sick now and quarantine them all. Get them better, and then I think once you're better, and this is a very important one to do your own research on punters But once you get it and get better, you're immune.
1: What? Okay, I'm just just using my brain here. Yeah, I think this. Love is, it when you do. Yeah, look, look, look. I get excited when I do. Yeah
0: is that I think what will
1: happen is when they can look at our population and estimate how many uh, infections there have been and then work out what can our hospitals sustain, right? So if it was to kick off again, like if we lift all these bans and it kicks off again, worst case, can we just, it, can we just cop it can we and it's sweet? Because it. that's what the issue is, is that we won't have enough medical resources to look after the sick and vulnerable. If you can put people on ventilators... The mortality rate's low, bro. Yes, you can get it. You can get it way down. Like in Italy, they're losing so many people because are they like, bang, we don't have enough ventilators,
0: but so because yeah, it's out of control.
1: So there's like apparently there's like two thousand ICU beds in Australia, right? Some they like were that.
0: predicting it could get to seven hundred and fifty thousand cases. As
1: so what I'm saying is like yeah, but not many people need hospital beds. That's what you got to remember. Yeah, right. So that's probably the metric. When can we just go, okay, sweet, everything, like, we, we can look after you now.
0: We can deal That's with what it. That's what the issue is. Also, they don't have the
1: resources to look after you now if it was to explode. They
0: also talk about, in, uh, in England, they're not doing as strict and hectic measures, apparently, because there's also a thing called, like, herd immunity, where, like, if enough people are immune to it, like, get it, get over it, we're good, then... The
1: R value would decrease, or whatever that number is.
0: Whatever the fuck that means, but... You know, do your own sums. Well,
1: because you just wouldn't come into contact with that many people that didn't have it. Yes, which reduces the amount of cases at yeah. one. Yes. So, but it's I need like...
0: time frame. Yeah, I need time frame. I need time frame. Well, for some, for me, again, these are things I've heard in different areas, I've read or podcasts or you know the dribbler on the corner. I think it's kind of like at least a couple of months where they think it's going to peak in June.
1: Here, yeah, yeah. and then fizzle down by September. Which so means just
0: come straight into finals. Do we just flip coins till finals? But like then we're
1: looking at like no sport.
0: Well, what do you do about a summer of cricket with a summer of rugby league? Gods, summer and winter sports combined.
1: Come back together.
0: Hard to play in forty degree heat, rugby league.
1: It, like really, realistically, though. realistically, if they can, if this, if June's our worst month, I can't see us coming back until. August,
0: no, oh, bro, and I don't even think that, like, because the, the the scary thing is you just don't know how to etch it's going to get. Like, so if, if we come really hairy, if we come
1: back in August, if we don't
0: flatten this curve, bro. If we
1: come back in August, what are we looking at? Are we looking at a mad dash till till December? That's probably what you do, isn't I'd it?
0: I think the season's going to be called off, bro. That's really what I think it is. Now, does that break my heart? Is that what you're saying? Yeah. I think
1: the season you don't reckon like, they'll move it and try and get some revenue dollop in the, on the back uh, end of the year, try and squeeze I, in some rugby league do, football? Do I, do I
0: think they're going to try it? I think they'll try every damn thing in the book. That's what I'm, well, that's what I'm saying. I but reckon, I don't think it'll happen. I reckon we get late year footy. Like, okay, yeah. But you know what? Not August. It'll be like summer footy.
1: But if they reckon it's dwindling by September, then surely you got to fucking start letting people.
0: I mean, who knows though? It's just hard to know what the fuck will happen because who knows when does it dwindle? What happens? What
1: are they doing in China? Are they are you allowed to just do whatever the fuck you want in China? No,
0: no, dude, no.
1: Because you'd look to them for guidance yes. on the on what the future holds,
0: which is more fucking terrifying. But in terms of where you see Italy, but the problem with again, I don't understand because if you lock everyone in, these people get better. But then the people that have been locked in who didn't get it, now they slowly have to get it?
1: No, until there's herd immunity. Yeah. That's what they're probably the 60% number comes from.
0: But I think the herd immunity thing, look.
1: Because it'll eventually.
0: We're X's and O's it. I oh know. We are. We are. We, we are. <laughs> <laughs> look, punters, dribblers. But you've got to allow us to do this. Like, it's a big deal. But look, this is unprecedented Stop. in our
1: lifetime. Yeah. It's crazy out there, man. Yeah. And look, like, I mean, realistically. It's all well and good for us healthy, young, virile P's and D's.
0: With, you know, follically gifted.
1: Yeah, look, world at our feet stuff to sit here and go, this is madness, get footy back on the tellies. Mm. But they're doing it, you've got to ask yourself why they're doing it. They're doing it for a reason. Yes. And the reason is clearly because there are grave consequences if we don't. That's that's the reason. And just because well, it's not tangible to you, just because you can't see and touch and yeah, feel yeah, yeah. the issue. We're at war. Yeah, we're, we're at war. And I, I fucking. You know what else I was thinking about? Those poor fuckers down like the South Coast and stuff, like who were ravaged by the bushfires, who would just be, would have been crying out for, for Easter. You no, know, but for Easter to get here so that people go on fucking holiday again, oh, they're yeah. going to get the double whammy. Yeah. And on top of that, no rugby league. <laughs> I mean, fuck. fuck. Mate. The poor state of New South Wales, mate. She's, it's been... she's hurt.
0: <laughs> she's hurting real bad. Well, Victoria, no AFL.
1: Yeah, Let's, well, I'll see what happens. We l- but we're just focusing... No, no, on... no. Well, look. Oh, look.
0: I mean, I'm just nation, I'm just
1: doing yeah. the bushfire thing. No, I, anyway, well, I
0: bushfires were in Victoria, bro.
1: They were. But I'm saying, currently, there there is potentially no rugby league.
0: Yes. And, there, and there's going to be no AFL.
1: Um, but who impressed you at a round one?
0: <laughs> <laughs> well, I also wanted to say, all hope isn't lost before we get into the rugby league, you know, very casually. Because if you are subscribed to... Uh, or if you have seen the show that's streaming now on uh, Netflix and Stan, I believe, CTER, uh, which stars John Hapawadi and Anthony Mundine and also Frank Winterstein's wife. Uh, very good show. They actually they have a different opinion of all this. Yes. They, they believe that this is... You know what? Let's actually just read a quote from the two stars of the show, CTER, um, just so that we can... Play, give the other side of the story, you know what I mean? I think that's... Well, look, look, we've, we've given our side of the story. And now I think we give... And now his... you give CTE, star yeah. Hoppawati and Mundane's. And, so. and Mundine. <coughs> so this is what Mundine had to say for us the other day. Re-coronavirus. Coronavirus is bogus for real. They're putting fear through media to set an agenda. No space, exclamation mark, no space. All the deaths... Fuck me, man. The grammar in here, like for someone that already doesn't read well. Are you struggling? Well, it's just, there's no spaces. Hey, you know what I say? Dig deep. Dig deep. For the country. For the
1: nation. For the nation. Because the nation's hurting. The nation's
0: hurting. They need us. All the deaths they're saying that's happening is true, but then they add the coronavirus when it was something else to scare everybody and market the corona. The world order is happening, peeps. Stay woke, not asleep. In what's going on around you mass vaccines will be introduced soon you will see yeah maybe because yeah. there's a fucking global virus you freak someone
1: needs to take dr chalk down to a fucking like triage clinic and just yeah, be yeah, like yeah. what's this then bro yeah, yeah,
0: yeah what is this what do you think this is uh let me carry on please to harm and control you make and oh my god bro this is hard To harm and control you more and could cause major effects on adults and children like autism and even death. (laughs) Then they will blame Corona. 5G is coming out soon. (laughs) Is this become a Vodafone ad? 5G is coming out soon. That will fry your brain even more. Ironic from Chalk. Us masses are just rats in the lab. Protect yourself and your family and make the right choices. Hashtag stay woke.
1: Good Lord.
0: Big day from Choc there. But that was also followed up by the Honourable John uh, another, he He's the other leading man in the... Uh,
1: the world of CTRA. CTER. ETR.
0: Don't know what the world hierarchy are up to, but they're making this coronavirus sound a lot worse than, than what it is. My niece had the virus six years ago when she was one, and it got treated like the flu, and she has fully recovered. This has been around for years, so why are they making it sound worse than what it is? I've got 11 kids and I'm not worried one bit about this virus. Good to know. Where do they get their
1: information from?
0: I mean, maybe it's from Winterstein's wife. I don't know. They'd, they've got to be like attached. She's... They've got to be in in
1: cahoots. cahoots.
0: Yeah, these guys are in cahoots. Look, there's obviously some sort of... Some sort of summit for CTE. Have to be. We have have to, to be. Where they all come together, probably after hitting each other in the head. Look, if you don't have an active concussion, you're if not you, welcome. Then you're not welcome. Um, and then you sit down and you nut out the facts and figures <laughs> of this thing. What then you that? get down to work.
1: <laughs> We're Not even nut them out, but come <laughs> up with them. Come
0: up with Well, I mean, who knows when you concuss? They don't, probably don't know what's going on.
1: Yeah. but yeah. They sit Well, down I mean, there. look like Chuck's ramblings. Like he's all over the place. Yes. He's talking about five G networks. Five G networks and, and then they're blaming Corona and boosting corona sales and all yeah. this shit. Uh, and then he's like, Oh, and then they'll bring in a mass vaccine which will cause deaths. It's like, no no no. No the the the, the, the vaccines to, to prevent death. To prevent
0: death. Mass vaccine is so that you don't get coronavirus anymore. <laughs> Bra. chock, But a compelling show nonetheless. Compelling. If you want to just because I follow this shit for like fun. But if you want to follow um Frank Winterstein's wife, her handle is oh she's fucking is she gone? No. So no why?
1: This is mate, this is her bread and butter. Time like the pandemic. Bro, she's been
0: going so hard. I think she's taking her shit down, bro. She goes live and then she's like, well, look, we already know what the cure for coronavirus is, it's vitamin C. And we're like, I'm like, huh? What? Vitamin C. Oh uh, what? Here we go, bro. She's taking her fucking page down. Why? Too much hate. She'd be getting fucking She'd be smashed. getting. She would be. She'd have to be. Or maybe it's fucking <laughs> maybe it's the, the, the Illuminati, brah. Oh, that's what it That'll feed right into a yeah. narrative. Anyway, oh, yeah. look. Just wanted to play, just wanted to paint the other side of the picture there for you. That's nice. G'day listeners, Louis Burke here with Generation Batuda, The stories that matter to you and the other five members of your share house. Open your ears and blow your minds as our weekly youth program brings you stories about pill testing, climate change and a cheeky story about sex to make sure you listen until the end. I am, you are, we are, Generation Batuda. Generation,
4: generation, generation, generation Batuta.
0: Tune in now on Desert Rock FM, or if you don't live in Batuta, listen free, only on Spotify. Um, Um, Can I say this? Back to sport, Eddie. Yeah. Not a big EPL fan myself. Mm. Happy to say that to the punters and the dribbles out there right now. I will say this. In my experience of Australian EPL fans, there are a lot of them who love Liverpool, who love singing You Never Walk Alone like they were there when the fucking thing collapsed or like when the crush happened or whatever. They... There's a lot of that sort of like, I'm such a Liverpool fan, even though I don't get it.
1: Hillsborough? Hillsborough disaster. disaster? Late 80s?
0: Yeah, holding their scarves up when they come out here and play it charity match against some fucking... Well, mate, uh, they
1: got 100,000 when they came out to the yes. MCG ones.
0: Because the nation's filled with Liverpool dribblers.
1: Yeah, oh, they're out there.
0: They're out there, bro. Now, they haven't won for Dior, I don't know, but it's Since been a while. Since 1990. Yeah, well, but, and it, but it's been like a long time. Since
1: 1990.
0: 1990, they're getting ripped on, they're, they go close and they don't win it, and then now they are apparently... Far and away, looking like they're going to lock this thing up. They are. Um, coronavirus is about to fuck their season.
1: Until until it got suspended, they were two wins away with I think like nine or ten games to play. So they've
0: only got to win two more games to win it. Yeah, and the season could very well be called. So
1: up. they are so far ahead of everyone else, like twenty two points or right. something. Deal. The season's looking like getting called Sus- off. Yeah. But I look, I was reading a comment the other day in a dribbler. Clearly, a Liverpool dribbler was on there saying that in the FA... Like, in the um, the guides or the rules, rather. Bylaws. The bylaws. He could have been making this up. So, Dior. In the bylaws, it says that if 75% of games have been played, standings, the current standings stand. Now... Liverpool that I think 75% is 29 28 and a half games Liverpool's played 29 games. Okay. So they would win. They technically. would technically win. I don't think I don't think the issue is whether or not Liverpool will get the trophy. I think that they will. I don't think like they're so far ahead, yeah, bro.
0: But I just there is something I know what about you mean. Oh it, no, it's boy. hilarious,
1: mate. It's fucking hilarious. If they cancel the season, there'd be so many people that would go, that's an asterisk season. Yeah, 100%. Which it is. But the biggest con- the bigger concern is at the bottom of the table where it's like, okay, well I'm in a relegation dogfight here and I'm not fucking going down because the season wasn't completed. So now they're talking about having potentially 22 teams in the Premier League next year and then keeping it as it is so no one gets relegated. And but, then, But what, someone gets promoted? But then two, the two top teams from the championship come up. But
0: they didn't win either.
1: But they, they didn't as lose. If you
0: yeah, but as if you wouldn't just go, we're back again to do it all again. Yeah, I mean, year.
1: potentially. Potentially. That
0: seems to make more sense to me and just go, sorry whoever's been who's you know in the championship trying to get up
1: ruthless. ruthless so mate there are so many until something like this happens you don't even think care to think about how, how many little moving pieces there are in
0: everything everything but it's specific specifically sport for our for us
1: um and then it, it takes something like this where it's like oh we're not playing anymore it's like oh hang on wait what so wait then what happens though so like, yeah what so what do? happens
0: what happens oh well the nrl's basically fucked
1: So, look, very interesting. Very interesting. I will say this about sport, though. And I just wanted to spare a thought. I know we touched it on earlier, but I I, I feel like it it would be remiss of us not to spare a thought. Mm. To poor old rugby union, okay? Because they... I don't think I've ever witnessed consecutive beatdowns like rugby has been enduring like no. it has just been one thing after another they're the another, south coast of sport after another after, yeah but like even on south coast on steroids mate like <laughs> throw a fucking AIDS pandemic in there or something as well like so they're just getting beaten near to death yeah near to death they would have no money left after the payout to Israel which I I mean I heard it was in the like very exp- like yeah te- you know five six seven million
0: Fuck, allegedly.
1: Allegedly, anyway. And then on top of that, they lose their entire season. I was reading somewhere if they lose the, Ju- the June test, June July test, it could it could all be all- could all be over. They'll be ins- insolvent. Really? Yeah, that's the they're the whispers I'm hearing because well, they the they, uh, the June test bring in a lot of dough.
0: Yeah, well, probably all of the dough.
1: All of the dough. And if they don't get that dough, apparently. Tide's it, going It, it out. could be, well, there's, it's, it's all the way out. It's yeah. like the tide before a fucking tsunami. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. And yeah. they're like a fish left flapping on yeah. the beach. And then they get pumped by the tsunami. Then the tsunami comes. Punters
1: of Dribblers, today's episode brought to you by Good Day. Bang, Rosé on there, code Manly, 50 bucks off a case, pretty fucking generous if you ask me, but we love the punter and we love the dribbler and we're just like, let's get this vintage out there to the people that want it most. Let's get it in the gullets of the nation. That's right. Gull it up.
0: Back in mushes them up against a wall.
1: Now, I just wanted to spare a thought for them. No, it, because... We because, love rugby. Like, Yeah, look, we laugh... We don't want them to become no, insolvent. But we laugh about it, right? Going, you know, rugby's fucked and stuff. But, like, there was still part of me that was like, oh, it's a bit of fun in games. Like, obviously, of it doesn't course. look
0: good. You don't want to stomp on someone's head yeah. while they're drowning. Yeah,
1: yeah, exactly right. And we're not in that business, No, no. Never mm-hmm. have been. Mm-mm. So uh, that's why I'm sparing a thought now, because from, what I, from where I'm sitting... It's looking It's looking real bad. It's looking
0: real, real bad.
1: Like, re- like really bad. Yeah. Like,
0: ooh. This is probably... You know what? You know, well,
1: if anyone's getting a rescue package, like, is it rugby?
0: Well, because... Or think, do they... I think a rescue package probably also has criteria to meet, like, what are you bringing to the table? Yes. So, like, Revenue-wise. Is like, Rugby like, Australia, like... They got nothing. The, they're, they're not getting put on life support. I'd say... The, if I can the, the doctors the, have made a decision. The doctors have made a decision. That's the sad reality.
1: So, I mean, so many unknowns, punters and dribblers. But this, we could be looking at the the, the, the death of... of rugby, well, yeah. Certainly, certainly I will say this. The, potentially, the death, the death of Sansa. Like you were saying that before. It could just be that we're accelerating this whole process. Yeah. And instead of fucking watching this thing die slowly over the next five years, maybe they'll just wash their hands of it at the end of the season and, and South Africa goes, we're out. We're, we're out. going north. Fuck this. Fuck this. Look... <laughs> It was fun while it lasted. Yeah,
0: it, we had some memories. We had, we? Look, we had a bit of fun along the way, <laughs> uh, but I
1: mean, this this is there's no better time than to cut the fucking cord. Let's on this get thing, out of this and let's thing just thing. get out and start again. Yeah, and then whether or not New Zealand do their own thing, which I think is probably more sensible, or they come together for some sort of weird trans Tasman thing, I don't know. The, yeah, look, we'll I see. mean,
0: not for us to work out personally. I couldn't. I've got bigger fish to fry not not much bigger but bigger fish to fry than to work out a way forward for rugby union i think i'm going to no i'm not going i'm not going to come the,
1: here and i'm not working it out no. i'm saying that's where i'll leave that's it that's where you
0: yeah, that's where we'll leave it we'll just place that one there if you've got ideas I'm sure they're shit, but feel free to let us know.
1: <laughs> I'm sure they're awful. I'm sure
0: they're absolutely awful. And it's going to, you know.
1: Look, road test it with your mate. Yeah. If he doesn't like it, then don't bother sending Although, it. Although,
0: you, you know what? I'm sure that you've got an echo chamber, much like we do. <laughs> and everyone will be back slapping and fucking going, yeah, bro, great idea.
1: Look, ask you. Look, come up with the idea almost inevitably on the piss, mm. but then road test it in the morning.
0: Yeah. Yeah, yeah,
1: Don't road test it at night.
0: Road test it to the missus. See what she thinks. See if it's viable. Yeah. Because she'll give you a shoot straight. Shoot straight. Yeah, always or your do. Your missus or your man. Yeah, Forgive always me. do. Yeah, of course. Um, Look. Okay. Funny times. Funny times. Now, listen, we haven't even had an opportunity to talk about the fact that the Bulldogs have been having sex with schoolgirls. Well, that just slipped. <laughs> you know What? Such is is the pandemic in which
1: we are existing. That that just has been blown away. That was blown away. Like, Ockenball, one of the great pigs, (laughs) and, dare I say, pedophiles. Well, no. She was legal. But, like, I don't understand
0: how that flies. She's 18. She was 16. No, she's over 16, yeah. I thought it was 18. No, no, it's not. It's over 16. 16 is the legal age to... See,
1: like, there's always so much misconception. So, is she
0: 16? Yeah, Are you 16,
1: sure? yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah.
0: It's not a pedophile. I think that's a way—that's a way too big a call. Pedophile is not a 16-year-old and like a 22-year-old, or whatever the fuck he is, 24-year-old. It's—it's gross. Yeah, it's inappropriate. Yeah, fair enough. But pedophile carries a lot, of sure, fucking, sure weight behind it. So
1: he's a dribbler. Who's got wrong? He's a pig.
0: He's a pig, and he's an idiot. Yeah, he 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 has been. I, when I used to work in radio. Hashtag any jobs out there, let me know. Uh, He was in the Bulldogs junior sides and everything. Like, he was there for. You'd always. Because his hair is recognizable. I used to see him toiling away in these lower games, and I was like, fuck, when's that guy going to get a go? Get a go? And then finally, he does. Last year, there was this big hullabaloo and song and dance about him making his NRL debut and his family and his journey and his story and all that shit. And he just goes and fucks a fucking schoolgirl while they're away on camp.
1: well, I think they went. They went to the school. They went to the school that. That's day? That's where. Yeah,
0: they went to the school that day, and then he's DMing schoolgirls, and he's like, "Yeah, come." On. Like,
1: silly, bro. And now can look, get you into some
0: fucking trouble. Bulldogs,
1: baby. as if it's as if the times aren't tough enough. Lose the two million dollars sponsor, and then apparently they were losing another sponsor as well.
0: Yeah, yeah.
1: Two million dollars sponsors a lot. They lost a the two million dollars sponsor
0: mate. in some restaurant chain, and they were literally like, "Agreed." Is to Is that terms. why they didn't play with the? Well, they
1: Sh- the shirt sponsor they didn't have one but that, that were that, that going to be their shirts but yeah. yeah well that's the main sponsor I suppose yeah yeah
0: yeah they didn't have one because Jaden fucking and and Corey Harrow what I... was he how was he involved I don't he's know he's getting sacked as well well they shared a room so I don't know if there was something to do there apparently
1: he's getting sacked
0: well I think the yarn is they're both getting sacked
1: yeah Alkambore definitely
0: yes I think Jaden's gonna to have to get sacked, but I don't think the guy should lose his career forever. I think he needs to take some time to fucking. He needs some social distancing. Yes, for yes, sure. <laughs> rugby league, rugby league. But like that—that that
1: was a preseason story that as was well. A that we was just that one. we
0: missed it. Uh, uh, our fucking you know record-breaking podcast with Clancy and Errol of the Batuta Advocate on the NRL preseason scandals. Part of me thought that maybe Jaden was waiting for that podcast to come out because obviously, such as the. Song and dance about that podcast now. I feel like Jaden was waiting for that to go, so that he could get up to some work, and it wouldn't have been spoken about.
2: Mm.
1: Mate, <laughs> you can only shake your head. Like days out from yeah. the start. Oh well, no, this didn't. This happened in like January, I think, or February.
0: Whatever, bro.
1: Yeah, I'm, I'm just saying in the time. The, the, the timing is just in the
0: current climate, Jaden. What the fuck are you thinking,
1: mate? Unbelievable.
0: Anyway, whatever. Um. Not a whole lot more to talk about. We do have some dribbler dribbles to get to. Oh, we've got to Sydney Kings, the Violet Crumbles, the Lakers of Australia are currently 2-1 down in their grand final, playing in front of no one. I think that they actually might be playing tonight as this gets recorded. They on played Monday.
1: on No, They played yesterday.
0: Yeah, it's 2-1. So they might be playing again tonight or tomorrow.
1: So, look, I think that, you know... In times like this, we need we need some happy stories. So we need we need the crumbles to go the big lift tonight.
0: We really need the 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 crumbles. Uh, Interesting as well. Someone just said to me, "Then what the fuck does someone like Ko do? Do they just have like documentaries and shit?" Well, they
1: lose subscribers. That's what's happening. Well, yeah, big time, big time. Because what am I paying for? Yeah, it's nothing on.
0: There's nothing on. Well, they should really just be like giving it to you for free, almost or bargain basement prices. Crazy, crazy shit, crazy times. Violet crumbles though. Need to get up for the punter and the dribbler right now. We need it. We need it badly. But I think, did you watch the test? No. Okay. Well, so there's not much we can do. I will just say that I did watch the test over the weekend. Is it great? It's fantastic. Yeah. Eight episodes, hour long. In terms of like Sunday bounce out shit, that's the sort of stuff. Was it unbelievable? It was fantastic. Um, obviously. You know, it's not fucking all fan... It's not like it's all non-stop fantastic shit. Like, But it's good. It takes you back through... takes you a long way back. And you sort of forget all this stuff that happened all the way through. Good insight. Good interviews. Nathan Lyon giving fucking Travis Head his baggy green. If you don't cry that in that point, punters, dribblers, then you may have coronavirus. Because it is fantastic. It's one of the most emotionally charged moments of my young life.
2: What do you um, give it out of
1: 10? For emotion... No, what the, the what do eight, you give?
0: Eight, eight. I'll give it an eight.
1: That's pretty strong.
0: Well, ten being perfect, you know. Of what
1: course, I mean? yeah. very few things yeah. get tens.
0: I'd say eight overall. Yeah, overall. Um, Tim Payne comes out looking real good. There are moments, obviously, like they go through Headingley and fucking and the Ashes and all that. But he gives a really well. I think so anyway. After Headingley, and they're all just devastated. Mm. He gives quite a good speech. I believe to the boys in the uh in the sheds. Does he? Gives quite a good speech. Um, which I won't ruin. Don't ruin it, I haven't seen it. No, but it's a goodie. Um, you know, bit of bloody behind the scenes of the boys. Justin Lang is the main character, basically. He's like interviewed the whole time about the spirit of cricket, spirit of Australia, all that sort of shit. Loves it. Loves it. Loves it. JL's the man for the job. We know that. Um, but the whole... Just so Tim comes out looking out. Tim bro. comes out looking out. Like, Tim, you go, oh, yeah, you are the captain of the country. Yeah. No doubt. Yeah. Like, you can say... Obviously, the way he got it was unorthodox, but make no mistake, he is the captain of this nation. Yeah. He's my wicketkeeper. He's your wicketkeeper. He's the nation's wicketkeeper. Keeper. He's our wicketkeeper. He's um, our But anyway, watch the test. The Smudge storyline really fucking is like... It's like... I, I heard an interview on the great cricketer uh, Pez was speaking to the director... And the director was like, honestly, when if you were to have tried to write the story you wanted for the documentary before the documentary, uh, you probably wouldn't believe it. Like in terms of Smudge's redemption after South Africa, the Headingley test, and how that was just an absolute bed shit. But then they come back and they do it in England. All this like, so it's a, it, it it captures all that stuff around you. Like you forget a lot of the stuff that happens, and it's it's good. Definitely watch it. I watch. It's on Amazon, which you just find someone who has it and get their logins. That's what I'd suggest. Um, Anyway, I think we get on to Dribbler Dribbles, Eddie.
1: Yeah, let's do it.
0: All right. A couple of Dribbler Dribbles here of the written variety. Uh, So this is from Craig Boise on The Punters Dribblers. As more P's and D's get ordered to undertake mandatory 14-day bounce-out, will we see panic consumption and global shortages of rom-coms? Look, yes.
1: obviously, obviously. Answer, yes. Look, of course we will. We, I mean, half the reason that Tom and I are getting behind the the new push for uh, an increased number of rom-coms is because there's been a sharp decline of them
0: since the late 90s. Well, mate, I've worked my way through almost every good rom-com going around. Like, the reality is there's not many left. Punished Dribblers, I'll tell you what I did. I don't think I... they make them anymore. No, they don't really. There's a decline in the production of rom-coms, and if you're on a 14-day... Uh, social distancing bounce-out session, you're going to work your way through every rom-com known to man. And I pretty much have already. But I will say, me and the missus did a little bit of... Well, obviously, we're young parents now, so we're doing a lot of social distancing just by virtue of the fact that we don't... You know, we're looking after a kid. Obviously, Luke Bracey, real good friend of the show, punters, dribblers. And we probably uh, have shouted out the... Uh, his, one of his great rom-com movies... um Monte Carlo,
3: mm.
0: we got around that the other day. That was his first movie in Hollywood filmed in Monte Carlo, and basically, if I give you a quick synopsis, Selena Gomez, Chick from uh Gossip Girl, and some other blonde girl, right? They're three friends, not friends yet, they sort of don't know you know, but they all go to Italy or France. they France. go to France uh and they're shoved together, they don't want to be together, but they're, like, there for a week, which seems like a very short amount of time to go on a holiday, punters, drillers, but it's a rom-com, so you suspend disbelief. Anyway, it's not going well. Then, Selena Gomez's character realises that she looks identical to, like, the princess of fucking Monaco or some shit. And rom-com ensues from there. Now, the gossip girl chick sees Bracy sitting on a step, Somewhere, and he's Australian. Leighton Meester. Leighton Meester, and he's Australian. He's looking handsome. He's a traveller. He's got traveller beads on shirt. If we want Bracy nudes, he's got traveller. He's got, got traveller beads. Traveller on. beads on, and obviously still waiting on nudes, but shirt basically not on. It's barely on the whole time, or very loosely done up. That'll that'll play well with the misses, and obviously with the thirsty punters and dribbles out there. Monte Carlo, get on it. Must watch. Must watch.
1: So yes, there is a dearth of rom coms, but there are gems out there. You just got to know where to look. got to And our f- our first um our first
0: offering offering port of call
1: this week is Monte Carlo. Monte Carlo. We'll be offering up a rom com every week to keep the punters and the dribblers happy, happy,
0: satiated. Yeah, as best as they can. Sane, and also, sane, sane is very. Re- it's a f- It's reasonable for you to say that. Now also. If you haven't joined the Punters Dribblers Facebook page, that's going to be also probably your best place to find rom coms as well, because the Punters and Dribblers are regularly sharing rom com. Yep. Oh, shit. Yeah. Advice on there. That's correct. So that's uh, thank you, Craig. Don't you don't get many Craigs these days, do you? All right. Let's do it.
3: great fellas. Paddy again? Uh rang up last week about uh, Mitchie Pierce and Cherry Evans. Though you fellas do make good points, I'll admit that I was wrong on air, as long as Edward admits that he was also in fact wrong to the punters and the dribblers in that Daly Cherry Evans has played less games than Mitchell Pierce. Anyway, over.
0: what? Well, I'm not sure what you're... he's asking for you to say that you were wrong there, because Daly Cherry Evans has played less games than Mitchell Pierce. Anyway, I don't think you made your point well there And I, I as far as I'm aware already, Without having to speak for you But I will I don't know that you're prepared to apologise for anything there
1: No, absolutely not Absolutely not There will be no apologies Also, what am I apologising for? That dribble n- made no sense No,
0: it didn't Do better Ah, uh, yeah, hey,
3: mates. Um, Just a quick call after the Broncos-Cowboys game All good Thought it was a good game Fuck yeah uh, new stadium, epic, sweet. Um, what did annoy me though is Phil Gould, the fucking obese, c- that goes, oh yeah. Um, cowboys have a lot of work to do, but you know what? The uh, Parramatta Eels Bulldogs game was really good the night before. It's just like, nah mate. I was watching the Parramatta Eels Bulldogs game. It looked like a fucking AFL game. It was the scrappiest piece of shit I've ever seen. Um, personal opinion, Phil Gould should maybe retire, go sit in the Panthers pokey room and slap his savings on fucking more chili till he's till he's out of chilies. But um, yeah, kind of kind of rubbed me the wrong way. Anyway, I know I know what you guys think about that, but whatever. Um, a bit
0: drunk, all good. Alright, be soon. Okay, look. Is that the final one? It's still not over. Oh, it's gone now, it's gone now. No, I don't know what's wrong, with Has he sent another one? Is that only number two? Or was that number one? Yeah, that was number that two. Was two. This is a fucking angry dribbler here. Uh,
3: yeah, hey, sorry, just calling back up. I feel a bit, feel a bit bad. I think you should never make um, fun of another man's, another man's weight, so sorry about that, Phil. But, um, yeah, I still think you should... Go retire in the Panthers' poker room and put all your retirement on uh, more chili. So, here's fill. Be soon.
1: Hello, support. Right, uh, Love you. Peace. Look, it was good of him to, to come
0: out and, and, and apologize for the wait. Comment. Yeah, that showed maturity. That though. showed maturity. Um, look, he obviously was a salty Cowboys fan because they look like shit. Broncos look good. Um yeah, Phil obviously talking out of his ass when he says that the the Bulldogs Eels game was a good game. That game sucked.
1: It was awful. I went and watched it at the pub and I like it was regretted it. Of,
0: I regretted it. Yeah, I found all of the rugby league on the weekend underwhelming. If I can just say that, I found myself. I don't know if it's in the. I like climate. I like
1: I like the contest in the Melbourne Manly game. Like it was yes. physical. It was
0: a great contest. It was the probably defense, defense game. was
1: the defense was unbelievable. Yeah,
0: no, it was a great game, but Manly lost, so it all ultimately fucked me off. But. Yeah, I found it hard to get up for all the rugby league a little bit on the weekend because it was a little bit sort of dark and ominous yes, times. Yes,
1: yes, yes, definitely.
0: Anyway, uh, well, thanks for that dribble, bro. Uh, yes, sorry to Phil Gould. I don't know what that was. You're obviously dirty at him, but. Hang I mean, on, just let me call back Elsa quickly.
1: Really. Um, you might have to sort of edit that. <laughs> yeah, yeah it is. He's a bit disjointed, man. By... <coughs> sorry, I'm just doing the podcast live. Oh, I was just saying, this coronavirus stuff. Yeah, i work from home today in the end. Mm. Anyway, darling, I'll call you on my, on my way home. Um. Poor old Elza, I lost two clients today.
0: Why? Because of this?
1: Yeah, because they're like, well, man, we can, like so many businesses are fucked
0: yeah big time and like, with well that's it though like with hers it's like do why would they be wanting to spend money on promotion they can't that's what I mean. Well,
1: like she's got a lot of venues and stuff
0: oh, fuck. yeah bro is that, does, is that business quite profitable
1: yeah it does well but she's got heaps of fucking and then like real estate agents no one's selling houses no, bro
0: no <laughs> don't they just put that shit on hold what like whatever their sort of deal is why don't you be like yeah Yo, let's just put it on hold oh yeah of course that's what's happening. They're yeah, not paying. Right. Yeah, of course. There's no money coming no, in. You don't pay a retainer. Um, okay. Make sure you hear them
5: Hey, Eddie and Tom. I just want to leave a message for the punter and the dribbler.
3: That was so weak, that
5: end. I watched the Broncos against the Cowboys tonight in a very underrated Broncos side and have to say that Brody Croft has to be Andrew John's reincarnated oh, after yeah. Joey gave him the biggest ups of all time tonight. I think the Broncos are way in for a top eight berth. A finals berth. Not
1: aging well any of this.
5: If you will. Mm. I think top eight may be an understatement. I'm really feeling top six for the Broncos. Top six. In Gold Winter game. (laughs) I hope you guys really understand and agree. Up the Broncos. Up Brodie Croft.
0: Well, look. I mean, you, the Broncos have every reason to be excited after that performance. Their forwards throbbed. Brody Croft played well. Uh, they look good, but the season's over. So. Well, look. It's not over. It's not over. It's not over yet. Pun it's clear. not over
1: yet. But like, we can't sit here and predict. We can't top say eights.
0: top eights because off that performance, yes, definitely. But coronavirus may have other, other ideas. Yeah.
1: And other ideas it has, clearly.
2: Here. Uh, first time caller. Medium term listener. Um, currently midday on a twelve. So midday on a Saturday. Bounced out. Sounds it. Uh, very very upset about the Cowboys loss at the new stadium.
3: Queensland. Anyway, that
2: aside. Um, just listening to Ribbrid's Day podcast and this dead shit of an intro. Uh, that Tom's a- accidentally said foreboding it's, it's really it's really hitting home oh. especially with what's going on in the oh. you know, the plans for for this season of the NRL so I just want to let you know that the punter and the dribbler you know we're behind you boys when the NRL come knocking um, and, oh fuck you know and we know you had good intentions with this intro, but it's just it's gone pear So, <sighs> your voice. See you soon. Holy shit! I forgot about that. I forgot that. about and that. I pulled you up. Yes,
1: and I was like, "Oi!"
0: Foreboding the NRL <laughs> <So season. laughs> Oh, No.
1: We said we were powerful. Did we, we think we were, we, we, we were this <laughs> powerful? We
0: didn't know we were this powerful. We didn't know we were this powerful. Punters, dribbles. If you didn't listen to the podcast last week. Just go back and listen to it. I said foreboding when regarding the NRL. And I,
1: ch- I did my best to pull you up on it. You pulled me
0: it. up and said foreboding's not the right word. That's got negative connotations. And I was like, well, we, did the, we checked it. We fact-checked it. Yeah. That was correct. But I'd already said it. I already put it It was out already there. out there. It was already out there. And now look. And now look at the season.
1: Oh, uh, no. Putters and uh, I think I speak for Tom when we say... Like
0: a heartfelt apology. Yeah, Heartfelt. Not that I'm responsible for coronavirus directly or the podcast is at all, but look, the power's fucking undeniable.
1: <laughs> I'm sorry. Look, mate, we've got to be careful with what we've got We've got to be careful. I think that's the lesson yeah, here. Yeah, we've got to be careful. We've got to be careful wielding this, wielding this power, baby. Yeah, I think we Good underestimate Lord ourselves God, All the time.
5: G'day, Tom and Eddie. The punters and the dribblers this is Simo Morris Edgel of Donald Beeman Carroll fame <laughs> just giving you a call Um, I want to give a huge shout out to the Flemington and Kensington Bowls Club of which I play for um, today we had all four sides making uh, home ground semi-final advantage playing home semis at home all four sides, first time in living memory that that's happened um, so that's already a massive feat but uh, at the conclusion of play today we had all four sides win home semifinals which means that uh, all four teams are now playing sectional grand finals tomorrow <laughs> which is just Superb, tremendous <laughs> effort from uh, the club, uh, you know, at the, the epicentre of the sport of kings for the sport of dribblers. Um, fantastic result. Big shout out to all the dribblers and the dribblettes at the Flemington and Kensington Bowls Club. Big day for us tomorrow, that being Sunday the 14th, 15th, Sunday the 15th, to York. Of March, and uh, yeah, look, already three uh, three teams uh, promoted to higher divisions, and our top side, of which I bowl in, playing tomorrow for a chance to be promoted into Division One. So, huge <laughs> effort in. by the club, massive day, huge day. But step. we've got to keep a bit of a lid on it. So, rugby league skinfuls en route tomorrow night, rain, hail, or shine. But uh, just thought I'd give a bit of an update to the, uh, the lawn bowling community amongst the punters and the dribblers. Anyway, love the work, boys. February, dribberary was huge. Just content plenty. You, the dribbler, fucking fantastic. Love your work. And uh, Bay Green's on route. Big flags on route for 10. And um, beers soon. Love you,
0: fellas. See ya. Well,
1: tremendous. You got to get
0: around your team there.
1: Look, I'm expecting a callback for the Sunday Grand
0: Final results. Yes, uh, at least we can expect that from Simo. I uh, will Donald say Leavon this: what, what
1: happens? What happens to the prestigious Lawn Bowl Circuit?
2: Well, in, it's in under these 500,
0: times. so maybe you're allowed to play on. You'd have to think so. You'd have you? to think so. You'd have to think so. The sport of king dribblers, I think, oh, is what he Oh, the sport said
2: of
1: king dribblers. I, love it. I um, love it. Let's move on. Has he called back? Would love that. Hello, punters and dribblers.
4: Tom and Eddie. Uh, it's the hitman here again. Sorry, let me just turn that down. He's I'm back. Shamefully uh, watching the news that came on after the manly match on Channel 9. Um, and getting rather worked up about coronavirus and um, everything else. A um, couple things. I noticed you guys made fun of me going to a double header at Suncorp on the weekend to watch possibly the last two super rugby matches ever. Um, Good but point. yeah, uh, first thing, this is a bit of a rugby union uh, compared to rugby league. Uh, point I'm making here I heard at the Super Rugby a bloke yell in like a, you know, 20% chilled stadium stand, yell down to the Reds Organise yourself gentlemen! <laughs> as loud as he could from 20 rows back So that's pretty much the most rugby union thing I've ever seen um, I was there with her kids there um, Yeah Anyway, on to my second point uh, about the NRL in these scary times. Um, how much did Toddley and Vlanders look like organised crime figures during that <laughs> press conference? Uh, I, I just, I can't get over it. And and they've also just sat there and basically blackmailed the Australian government asking for funding. It, it's just, it's just so beautiful. It's so magnificent that we've got Virgin you know, airlines, we've got all these hotel chains, we've got all of these businesses that are about to collapse because of uh, coronavirus and self-isolation. And the Rugby League has been the first organisation in this whole country to put their hand up and say the government must fund us now. <laughs> it. It's uh, it's just sensational. Form. And on top of everything, I think it's great that Landis and uh, Green, uh, Greenberg of put their differences aside. I don't think anyone's going to get knifed in the back for the meanwhile, so Toddley's safe. Landis, we've actually heard his voice, and he sounds exactly like how I thought he'd sound. And, yeah, massive, massive Five Families vibe sitting there at the NRL press conference yesterday. Um,
1: Yeah, be soon. (laughs) Look, it wasn't something that I had thought about, but now that you've pointed it out, yeah, it did have big Five family vibes. Very mobster. And and the rugby league really pain. Rugby league. But you're right. And we've talked about that before. They've, they've gone straight for the handout yeah. because they need to keep this fucker afloat.
0: Yeah. Todd going out. Yeah. Swimming nude. Yeah.
1: And also there's
0: limited funds. Let's get, let's get to the front of the queue. Try and get some bickies. Don't you reckon it's funny because Todd knows in a mobster sense that he's going to get whacked. He just knows that right now he's not gonna get whacked.
1: Well, he's probably going, if I can help bring us out of this, then I won't get yeah,
0: whacked. But in a mob mentality, he's getting whacked regardless.
1: No, not if he not if he can not if he can fashion something.
0: Watch Todd get whacked the second the dust settles. It'll be like an ice pick to the back of the skull metaphorically, obviously.
1: Was, yeah, look, it's a big power move. Isn't it's it? a power move. We'll he's coming in. And he's like, I want to consolidate power. This is Vlandy's, Yeah. So I'm going to pick someone I want.
0: Yeah. And I, I, didn't I like want Todley. I'd hate to see Toddley go. Apparently the clubs don't like him. I'm like, I think he's good.
1: The clubs are never going to like a CEO. No, of course ever, not. Ever, because all they want is more money.
0: It seems like to get rid of him would be silly in my mind. And obviously we hold some sway. Obviously we fucking influenced the start of the entire competition uh, unintentionally. But I wouldn't like to see Todley whacked. But as uh, the Hitman has quite eloquently put out there.
1: Did you notice that Todley's beard came back? Todley hasn't got rid of the beard, really. He trimmed it. No, he tri- yeah, He trimmed now it to
0: like a five o'clock shadow, but now it's yeah, like Yeah, but, but that's what I'm
1: saying. So trimmed it, heard the podcast, brought it back.
0: Brought it back. And we know we do, we got, categorically that he listens. Well, he, he listens. We've got ears at the CEO. We've got his ears, that's for sure. Yeah. Um, thanks, Hitman. Thanks, Hitman. Much appreciated.
1: Mate, look, I will say this. I've, I'm enjoying the wartime dribbles.
0: Yes. They're yep. good. Yeah. Really good. Wartime dribbles are always fun.
4: Sorry, uh, me again. Hitman again. Um, while I have you here, I thought I'd make another point. Um, sorry, sorry about this. I, I'm really becoming a regular caller. I feel like my old man when he used to call it John Laws every single day. Um, yeah, another point I noticed uh, in my shameful uh, kind of scouring of the peanut in it is Rugby league forums, um, where if you don't know, is where the true dribbler lives. Um, I've noticed that the RL fan base are now giving the Warriors shit for, you know, being so concerned about being locked in Australia and effectively being refugees, coronavirus refugees, and um, everyone. Uh, from the other clubs are calling them pussies and have since started calling them the Warriors, which I think is just fucking fantastic. Um, (laughs) Thoughts on uh, accusing people of uh, accusing people who are scared of um, catching coronavirus and possibly dying? What are your thoughts on referring to them as beta? Because that seems to be happening in the rugby league landscape
1: and it's just so fucking funny. (laughs) Oh look, in the in the defence of the warriors, the warriors or the Warriors I don't know, I don't think they're scared of getting it. I think they're scared of being quarantined away from their families for fucking or living 14 away from days. Or yeah. living, living away. From away. Them.
0: That's more what it is. It's like <coughs> living away for fourteen days.
1: But is the Warriors or the Warriors a funny nickname? Yes. Yeah, yeah, it's, it's good. hilarious.
0: No, no, that's a play on nickname. Yeah, it's
1: play on. Obviously, is is it because look but we need a bit of laughter and a bit of jest in these dark times in these don't dark we?
0: times I think this is when real comedy rises to when, the top when we're on a war footing yeah. you need a bit of comedy wartime comedy and let's 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 be honest here the Warriors is a play on the Warriors right yep. That is the height of rugby league humour. Yeah, it's a ripper. That's rugby league dribbler at his absolute best. That's him peaking for for like competition. I've oh, no, 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 no. He's, fucking... no he's, he's
1: tapered. He's, he's tapered. tapered
0: into competition yeah. and now he's just gone the big lift. He's gone the big lift and he's gone Warriors. But he's gone big. Oh, he's gone huge. Yeah. That's a fucking brilliant. Yeah, it's brilliant. brilliant joke. It's brilliant. Play on. So it's play on, but yeah, I mean, I get it. Look, if it, if it's just
1: if it's war footing joking around yeah, wartime b- humor. Bruce Morale stuff, yeah, yeah, let's, yeah. Play on. let's play on. If he's actually taken the piss It's wartime humor. Yeah, it's wartime humour. It's wartime humour. Simple as that. <laughs> Are we gonna have like wartime songs out of this? I think so. You know what I mean? Yeah.
0: Like Well, I mean, you know, like sort of positive Yes. I tell you what they're doing in Italy, which is amazing. Not to get fucking back into the legitimate, but there was I saw a video of uh, Italian fighter jets flying and like out of the back of their planes, the colors of the flags they were flying. So the flag was going through the air, like the what is it? Red, white, green. While Pavarotti's Nessun Dorma is blasting out, and I think that's called like We Will Prevail or something. Like that's what that means, and it's like. Everyone's locked in their houses, and these jets are flying around with the flag, and Ness and Dormer's playing. And I get chills just even talking about it. Like it was fucking wild. That's yeah, sick. and that's wartime shit. Dude. Yeah. So of course the Warriors is all right.
1: Yes. Yes. Ness and
0: Dormer's playing. In <laughs> here. You know what I mean?
1: Yeah. What's What's going to be playing over our homes, mate? Hey, true blue. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what do you mean? Yeah. Well, we are,
0: Australia. If, yeah. if it gets I real am bad, You are. We if are. If it is... gets real yeah. grim, yeah. Yeah. then it's. I if am, it gets dark. Australian. Yes. Yes. But if it's wartime, you know, uh, we're all locked up, then it's Hey True Blue.
1: Yeah. Hey True Blue.
0: Bit slow, but maybe we can get someone to remix it.
1: <laughs> Speed it up yeah. a bit. All right. I think Hitman's come back for one. Oh, Jesus. For
0: a there, he is dribbling. Me <laughs> again.
4: These blokes have asked, have just flat out asked for $200 million. <laughs> just said, we need $200 million or it's all over. I mean, that is just. Outrageous form. <laughs> so, they've even named a price. We don't even know how many people are going to die from this thing yet, but we know how much the NRL needs to stay afloat. Um, good on them, I say. <laughs> I would actually be. Yeah, I'd be inclined to set up a GoFundMe to save the NRL. Oh, I like would pay. That. I know everyone listening to this fucking dribble would pay. <laughs> um yeah but also, yeah, wouldn't mind um you know Qantas sticking around. <laughs> well, anyway, um, yeah, greatest game of all. God's win again. Sorry, it's fairly late now. This is the last one.
2: Be you <laughs> soon.
0: Love the hit, oh, man. Oh, it's
1: good. It's good stuff. What would each
0: Australian need to contribute to a GoFundMe uh, of $200 million? Well, if, you, if,
1: if everyone gives $10, it's $240 million.
0: Okay, so we just need every single person in the country yeah.
1: to, give $10. to give
0: $10. Yeah. That's not that hard.
1: No, I don't think that's impossible. I don't either. think that's
0: impossible. Look,
1: if push comes to shove and the NRL's on its knees and it's begging,
0: begging the Australian public for 10 bucks, You can't give $10? Come on. You and that's give, obviously every living Australian. So, you like, give, you could be eight years old, and you need to give ten bucks. That's per household. So you it's, can
1: you can give ten bucks. Yeah, you can give ten bucks. You can look. You can. I mean, let's be honest. You can give you can give ten bucks to the NRL to save it.
0: I'm telling you, the guy that was cleaning the windscreens at the traffic lights would be happy to kick that in. He could afford it. Uh,
1: just on, on, on payments and what they'll need. Just read before earlier, might be a good time to drop this in. The AFL saying expect at least 20% cuts in salaries. Player salaries. Yeah, at least
0: 20%. wonder whether you'd go, if you're a bigger dick swinger, like you're getting, you know, if you're a, a million-dollar player, 20% for you, still a lot. But if you're earning hundred grand, 20% stings a lot mm. more. Oh, yeah. Wonder whether they'll stagger that in some way. Probably not. Probably not. They'll fuck everyone. <laughs> I'd be su- I'd be surprised.
1: Yeah. I'd be surprised.
0: People have pools that need to be cleaned. Yeah.
1: Correct. All righty. Oh, yeah. What? Yeah. Maurice is back. Oh, Maurice is back.
5: G'day, Tom and Eddie, the punches and the dribblers. It's. Timo Lara Sedgill here of Beedman fame. Just a bit of a quick update regarding the Flemington Kensington Bowls Club. I can tell you what today, boys, our top side, we just got made back into Division 1 after getting really last year.
0: Yeah, promotion.
5: The beers are following the nectar of the gods. It's going down. And we are just. It's just tremendous scenes here. Sport of kings, sport of the dribblers, these fellas. I'm
1: your lad. Oh. Gotcha. Before we get into it, I think he's called back. Twice. Yep. I think he's gone the big dribble.
0: How long? This is a pocket dial. Goes for 15 minutes we we'll at least this is a separate podcast. I wish I could hear this. I'm not sitting here for 15 minutes. No, there's no night. way. Can but you skip it forward? Imagine if he was on the job. No.
1: Uh congratulations to Maurice Sedgill and the Kensington fucking Randwick, whatever it was, going Kensington, back up.
0: Kensington Kensington Petersham,
1: Kensington. I don't
0: know. Flemington so, Kensington. Flemington Kensington uh, bowling, bowling, club? bowling
1: club back to Div One. Love that. That's where they should be. Yeah, of course, mate. It was always a crying shame they got relegated in the first place. Yeah, well, so I was I mean, shocking. Yeah, really. it
0: was shocking. Uh, so it's great to see him back in Div One where they are where they deserve to be. And Simon, I think he did mention earlier that he is he bowls in Div One. So he is—he's a deep one bowler. Well, he bowled. So he was in—he was in Kensington Flemington's top team. Yeah, that's right. And they're now, back to the big time. They're back to the big. Back time. to the big time. And Congratulations! He's, I hope he's still pissed. Yeah.
1: Punish dribblers. That's the end of the dribble. That's it. That's the end of the show. Listen, uh, look, look after yourselves. you. have got to look after each other. You I mean, gotta, God knows what the world's going to be like
0: next in a week time because yeah.
1: this last week has been punchy.
0: It has been very punchy. It's been a big day of a week.
1: It's been the biggest. Day of a week, I can remember. Yeah. Because we're now on, when we last left you, we were talking about rugby league football and now we're talking about a war footing.
0: Yeah. And listen, we don't want to talk about our government intel, but by the time you hear this next, we could be in a national lockdown.
1: Look, hearing whispers.
0: Hearing whispers.
1: Hearing whispers that there'll be a national lockdown as of Friday that'll go for two weeks, which I can see getting pushed back. And national lockdowns, as far as I'm aware, Tom. Now, I don't want to get too... Uh, I don't want to scare the punters and the dribblers. But like basically, it means that supermarkets are open, chemists are open, nothing else yeah. is open. You nothing know what? else. Everyone has to work at home. No pubs are open. No restaurants. And you know what,
0: though? That's okay. If that's what, if that's no, but, what it no, takes... But like, look,
1: yeah, but I feel sorry for people whose livelihoods fucking depend Absolutely. on being open.
0: Absolutely. That is a, there is a real cost. That is true. But you know what I would like to put out there, Eddie, as as we wrap up this new norm of a podcast, which is going to be very little sport and a lot—it's of... going
1: to be a lot of dribble, a lot
0: of dribble. Um, if
1: you're into lifestyle dribble,
0: lifestyle dribble, then you'll be loving where this is headed. But there is a lot of, as we were saying, the thin veneer of social sort of societal social graces and like you know uh, everyone sort of being cool and decent to each other is very paper thin and then when the shit hits the fan you're seeing people getting in brawls in Woolworths and stuff, right? This is obviously an unprecedented and a very etched time. It's a big day. But let's try and remember that we're all fucking going through it. Let's let's try and look after other people as well as ourselves. Let's not go to the shopping, let's not go to Woolworths with the like, like it's a competitive situation where it's like, I need to go in there and fuck everyone else. I'm going to get all the remaining bags of rice or whatever the fuck it is you're going for. Let's think a bit more community-minded.
1: Well, like the reality is, mate, the production of rice isn't stopping. So you don't, like you can get rice uh, tomorrow.
0: Yeah, the, the the food isn't running out. it's not going to run out. out. The it's food's not running not out. Run it's out. out. The food's not, running, it's not out. running out. That's a di- that's just not happening. It's the, not running out. You f- it, like we got they restock every day. Yeah, so just l- take just chill. your normal amount. Just chill and shop normally.
1: <laughs> shop normally. Shop normally. Yeah, for the love of God, shop normally.
0: And just obviously, don't go and don't take this lightly. Just take it seriously for a couple of weeks, maybe a month. Who All knows? it is
1: is just reducing large people like. You know, gatherings of fifty people, hundred people, or more together—that's yeah, what it is. You it. can still go to the beach and shit. Just,
0: you know what? I'd just wait. For, I'd look to someone else for those specific facts because I don't know whether at some point it's going to be. Well, like, that was
1: Char- Dr. Charlie. Yes, we
0: had Dr. Charlie. Uh, He's a doctor. He is a doctor, and, he, and he, said, he said it. He said social distancing means actually. Do you want to get it up? I think we end on Dr. Charlie, uh, Charlie Bly, Doctor at Large, um, and his advice on what social distancing was. And he is a legit doctor. You don't have to stay locked inside your house. The virus spreads via direct contact and droplets. Sneezing, coughing on someone. As an extra precaution, they are saying, don't be in an enclosed space with other people as the droplets may persist in the air. Like me and Eddie, unfortunately, right now. So you can still go to the beach, walk your dog, do normal shit, just don't meet in groups of people and don't touch each other. And if you go to a public place and touch something, wash your hands. Now... That is as of Monday. Goalposts moving very frequently. But let's just all try and do this thing with a little bit more of a community-minded feel to it. All right, puns, dribbles. We'll be back next week, one way or the other. We'll be back. We'll so- we might have to socially distance ourselves, but we'll work it out. Oh, we're coming back. We'll make it happen.
1: Oh, we're coming back. Uh, no.
0: Bye. Back soon, soon.
1: Could you two just not talk anymore?